good evening, good morning, whatever part of the day that you are afforded the opportunity, the privilege for me and the honor for me to have you to be a part of this journey. It's hard to believe that this time last year, actually on this exact date, I was so inspired to strive to share my story of striving with ADHD. And I was going through my podcast and I realized that it was exactly a year ago today on December 28th that I wanted to share my journey. And even though that I was not as successful with uploading um, an episode as frequently as I would have liked, I think my goal was to do once a week. And in my effort to do it once a week, I became overwhelmed by the task. So my goal uh, moving forward is to at least once a month uh, share my journey and, and reflect on striving with ADHD. And I've learned so much from last December 28th, 2021 to December 28th, 2022. I can't believe how quickly this year has gone by. I can't believe all the numerous strategies and tools that I've added to my toolbox that have helped me strive with ADHD and go through the various transitions that I have experienced. So again, I appreciate you all that are listening. I appreciate the opportunity to verbalize uh, what it's been like uh, to verbalize and to explain to you some of the things that I've learned in 2022 as we come to the end of another year. So this will be our 2022, a year in review. So the last time that I shared with you, I don't think that you were able to know that I most recently started going back to school. So I had graduated from EKU and due to the fact that Kentucky no longer required for us to have a master's uh, after teaching for so many years, I had decided I'm not going back. And I especially didn't want to go back prior to having the tools that I have now with therapy and medication and knowing that I have ADHD. But, but uh, most recently, um, during the summer, an email was sent out that there would be a cohort that would be started. And the fact that it said cohort kind of helped me not be so overwhelmed or think that it was not a possibility that I would go back. So I actually made it through my first semester of grad school and I actually did better than what I thought. Um I, I am so grateful for the tools that have been extremely beneficial to me. Like it, it even superseded my expectations on how well the tools helped me. The tools that um, from therapy weekly uh, beginning, I told my therapist instead of meeting biweekly that it would be more beneficial for me to meet weekly due to the fact that I was in school and my wife, she was in school as well. And um, before I even started, I created two columns because I was taking two classes. 
And I've learned that it's better for me to make things digital so that I don't lose them. Um, I did have paper copies of the syllabus or my syllabi for both classes. And what I did was I created a Google Doc that I then downloaded as a PDF and saved it to my iCloud so that I could check off my assignments as I did them um, in those two classes. And I found that when I consistently did that on a specific day of the week, um, that I was more successful. However, I found that when I did not do it weekly and I just assumed that I did all of the assignments that was required that I got behind. And I will confess that in the midst of that, not being consistent that my professor did email me and let me know that I'd gotten behind on several assignments. And then once I recognized the error of my ways, I did something different, but I am so, so tremendously and abundantly grateful that I have tools this time um, that I'm in school that prove to be effective. Um, when I met with my therapist, the first time that I got behind, she began to encourage me, okay, so what do you need to do first? And what are you okay again with leaving undone? So I came up with a game plan and I think it was on a Sunday when I got caught up and I literally one by one checked them off and did all that I needed to do. Um, I also found that having a visual of what I needed to do was very, very beneficial to me as well. And I was able to physically see that and check them off. Um, I also learned that accountability works for me um, with being part of a cohort. I was able to check in with my fellow colleagues. Uh, there's like two other people from my school and there's several others in the district that are part of the cohort for leadership as well. And that was tremendously beneficial to me because there was someone else in the building that I could ask them, how did you um, respond to this discussion board? Or how did you um, create your video? Because one of the assignments was to create a video, a welcome video as if we were the principal. So I am truly grateful that in those moments where I could have and would have felt overwhelmed because I had gotten behind or I did not completely understand the assignment that I was able to use those that are also part of the cohort. So I am extremely happy with the fact that my first semester, I had all A's for those two classes or two A's um, and, and they were earned. Um, we did a lot of reading uh, each week. We were required or expected to read like a chapter or two. Most of the time it was, I think it was two chapters. And, and again, I broke it up into smaller doable tasks and I would read and I would annotate and I would highlight and I would make notes. And then I found that for me, something that was beneficial, that those quotes that I wanted to use from the text, I would just simply um, use speech to text on my iPad uh, and then go back and write around those quotes that I found most interesting. Uh, um, something else that I learned this year that was tremendously helpful to me was a better self-awareness, uh, especially most recently with emotions and being able to identify those emotions that I experience, like whether that be frustration or anger, I'm aware of the things that go on in my body much more now, like when my heart rate begins to increase and when my speech gets faster because I'm frustrated or irritated or angry, I've learned how to implement 
something that one of my students says that I can pause, process, and proceed. And I've also learned that it is very beneficial for me to breathe and be present. So I am I am really grateful that I am more aware that I don't have to give into those emotions and then react, that I can respond with a planned you know, response. And I, I am truly grateful for a better self-awareness of what works for me, whether that be being on a sleep schedule or whether that's most recently self-aware of things that I have allowed to become impulses like eating a lot of sugar unnecessarily. So I have most recently, I think it's probably been about two months um, where I have reduced my sugar intake and I found it to be very helpful. I found that the less sugar I eat, the less sugar I eat. In other words, the less that I feed the craving for sugar, the less that my body requires it or my mind feels like it's a requirement. Um, and the only time that I can quote treat myself is um, on the Sabbath or the weekends. And then even then, because I've not eaten it consistently, um, I don't eat as much. Now, I will confess. Now, don't <laughs> don't judge me because it's been winter break. I have had um, more sugar than I would during school. But even then, I reduce it to during one meal. So I, I'm even grateful for that, being aware of what works and does not work even regards into my eating habits. Um, I'm also aware of from last December until this one, I'm aware that when I do feel like I'm about to be overwhelmed, that I'm pausing, processing, and that I'm proceeding, that I'm aware that, okay, these emotions are causing me to feel like I'm having anxiety increase. But I'm so grateful that now I'm aware of that. And instead of allowing that emotion to cause me to spiral into the rabbit hole of negativity, as I call it, that I am aware and I'm thinking about my thinking. And I'm so grateful for that because then I try to find the positive. I think back to this past summer and I was afforded the opportunity to go to Washington, D.C. And I, I think I shared that with you all at one point that I was striving to be responsible and not lose my hotel key. And in the process, I put it in a different pocket in my backpack. And um, while that was going on, I was sitting in front of my hotel room. I, I get it. If someone walked by, they would think, why is he on the floor? But nevertheless, I uh, sat on the floor in front of my hotel room and began to pull all the things out of my backpack and then like five or six employees from the hotel came and asked me, okay, is everything okay? Um, is this your room? And so forth. And I felt horrible and confession. I went into my room because people with ADHD, we feel things much more intensely in comparison to others. Um, and I cried, but I'm so grateful that I didn't allow that moment because it was a bad moment, not a bad day to cause the gray shadow of negativity or gray cloud to hover over the whole experience that that was just that one moment. Um, I've also learned 
um, in reflecting on 2022 that I have been most successful with completing tasks, especially non-preferred tasks when I use a timer. And then when I um, don't use them, I tend to waste time, whether that be cleaning uh, the kitchen, cleaning my room. Um, even I use that for even lesson planning that uh, or grading assignments for students that when I use a timer, I'm much more effective with my time and use my time sufficiently. And I'm, I'm so grateful for that awareness because even if let's say I'm scrolling on Facebook or social media or Twitter, whether I'm learning, using Twitter, not learning, using Twitter to do that, or whatever the case may be, I'm aware of the minutes that I'm using. Now, I'm grateful for that growth because in times past, I was not as aware of how much time I had wasted. Um, something else from 2022 to that I am reflecting on is that two books that have been very monumental for me is Atomic Habits. That's been great because it, it talks about in that particular book about having systems, um, not so much habits, but having systems that help you get to where you want to go instead of saying, okay, I'm going to clean my room um, on this day, create systems that create an atmosphere conducive for cleanliness instead of waiting uh, to do laundry, having a set day. Okay, so this is where my laundry is going to go. And when I take it from the washer to the dryer, from the dryer to my room, immediately putting it away. So having systems in place that help me to be successful because I am what I do. So because I am a good steward over the things that I have been blessed with. This is what I'll do with them to take care of them. I'll put them away. So I am grateful. I am grateful. I am grateful for that book. Like even it helped me think of systems that have helped me most recently with starting my day with prayer instead of just verbalizing my prayer. I journal my prayer and I'm, I'm so grateful. Oh, that's another habit. Um, that I found that was successful for me, that instead of uh, telling myself that I'm going to journal every single day, I have made it more of a grand occasion. And once a week, it is my goal. It is my aspiration to journal on Sabbath morning or Saturday morning. And I look forward to it that I don't even eat breakfast before I go to a part in my house and just reflect on how I've been blessed by the creator or how I've grown. And I'm grateful for that. And the other book that has been beneficial to me is the boundaries book. It has helped me understand what is and what is not my responsibility. It has helped me greatly to understand that I can only control my responses. I, I can have a influence on others, but ultimately my influence cannot necessarily override what they choose not to feel. And for me, that, that has been helpful to know that I am in control of my peace. I am in control of my joy, of my love. And it is my responsibility I, as a believer. There's a scripture that, that has been my meditation. And it says to me, that it's my responsibility as well. Um, it's in Proverbs and it says, keep 
thy heart with all diligence for out of it flows the issues of life. So in other words, it is my responsibility to guard my heart, to protect my heart, to maintain my heart. And I am so grateful that has been an eye opening experience for me to know that I am responsible for my emotions. And if someone else chooses to be unhappy, they choose to be ungrateful. That ultimately is not my responsibility. It's my responsibility to be grateful or not so much to be grateful. It's my responsibility to be aware of my responses that I don't have to react to everything that comes to my mind or everything that is said. And I'm so I, hallelujah. As a believer, it is so empowering. And one of the lines in the book of boundaries, it allows me to know that with knowing what I'm responsible for and what I am not responsible for brings about a sense of liberty and brings about a sense of freedom that I am free. My goodness, I'm free. I'm liberated to choose to be happy that I don't have to be confined to the attitude or the perceptions of others. And I am so grateful that that's one of the greatest, one of the greatest lessons that I have learned in 2022. And I am so grateful as well that my desire to find the positive has been fortified tremendously. And I'm, I'm really grateful for that. And last but not least, um, in reflecting on 2022 and starting this school year as a teacher, as a man with ADHD, uh, there's a new saying that I started in my classroom that has been eye-opening for students. And actually, I'll confess that I think this is the closest that I've ever been with my students. Emotionally, they've shared things. This is our Second year with starting the mentoring group for the minority males and. But back to about the saying. There's a saying or mantra that I have in my classroom now, and the saying is everybody's different or everyone's different. And that's OK. Uh, I, I tell my students again, everyone's different. And their response is that's OK. And that saying, if by chance I get on a tangent and I start sharing about my life, whatever the case may be, or if another student accidentally on purpose, <laughs> that's what my daughter, that's a phrase she kind of came up with, um, is making fun of or mocking another student. I, we again go back to the phrase, everyone's different and that's okay. It's been empowering because I've allowed them to know that I am an adult, but I have ADHD. And it's allowed some of my students to share that they have it as well. And it really has been empowering. And I am so grateful. Oh, I'm so I forgot to tell you all that when we had our first parent teacher conference, that parent after parent expressed their appreciation for me being transparent with uh, my students that um so much so that one of the parents, this particular story, because I'm um, regrouping because I'm so grateful for being a part of their story. Um, I end class daily with each period that I love you. I'm glad to be your teacher. No one can do 
what you can do or nobody can do what you can do. And I'm glad to be a part of your life story. And the fact that this particular student that remains nameless, that has ADHD and is on the spectrum, he would go home and tell his mom's stories about Mr. Greer. And when she came in, she's like, I I've heard so much about Mr. Greer. And this was the first year that um, I was able to start the year off differently and really empower students to let them know that regardless of our struggles, regardless of our differences, that's okay. And the mantra actually was birthed from me really accepting that I have ADHD and that's okay. I may go on tangents as some say, but that's okay. I may have my fidget ring and use it to help me focus, but that's okay. I may make connections to things that others may never make a connection to, but that's okay. And she began to just share how it really empowered him to know that in spite of the challenges, that the challenge of having ADHD does not define his abilities or his capabilities. And I am truly grateful for that, even to the point to where I received an email um, sharing a, a reel from Facebook about having ADHD and how that when teachers understand they do things differently, whether that means uh, allowing a student to walk or go to the bathroom when they really don't need to go to the bathroom, they just need a break because people with ADHD sometimes need a break. So I am, again, grateful and I am hoping um, to revive my podcast and not feel so overwhelmed with thinking I have to do something every other week, but instead tell myself, okay, Greer, once a month. And if there's more, great. But if you just do it once a month, that's great as well. As I said before, it's no different than my journal entries that I, I plan to. It is my endeavor and I, I'm so grateful that I've stuck with it. I think there's only been a few times where I might have missed because we were traveling or whatever the case may be, but I have been much more successful with my journal entries by saying once a week. So I'll try that same method with um, my podcast. Thank you so much for those that have tuned in. It means so much for me to be able to verbalize this experience and then listen back and to see how far I've grown. And even in 2022, I'm grateful for being able to be better with communicating with my wife, with my children. I, I'm truly, truly grateful to just reflect on how far I've come. And I appreciate you all that have taken the time to listen. You didn't have to. You could have said, you know what? I am not listening to the whole podcast. But if by chance you've made it all the way to the end, I really do appreciate you. I appreciate the fact that in doing that, in listening, you've been supportive. And I want you to know that you too are not alone in your journey, in your triumphs, in your challenges. I I'm yet believing that our challenges 
are making us better. They're making us stronger. They're making us wiser. They're helping us to have empathy and sympathy for others. So thank you again so much. I pray that your new year 2023 is full of opportunities of growth, that you are blessed with favor. I, I hope that if you are someone that's striving with ADHD, that you are able to use your tools that you gain from therapy. Use your tools if you are taking medication or whatever tools that you have in your toolbox that helps you, that you're able to use them all. Again, thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much for your support this year. And I'm hoping to be even more consistent with sharing and reflecting. Again, thank you so much for tuning in to Striving with ADHD.